The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where driven women in business learn how to become more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident. Feel empowered and challenged through inspiring stories and tell it like it is advice for business, life, and leadership. Hey, Bombshell. Welcome back to the Bombshell Business Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Hurdle, and I'm excited to once again be joining you in your earbuds or on your stereo and uh, chatting about business, branding, marketing, management, all of those good things that we Bombshell's bold, brave female entrepreneurs are struggling with or celebrating wherever you are in your business right now. Um, this is episode 43, How to Handle Employee Gossip. Um, if you're looking for the show notes, just go to amberhurdle.com forward slash show notes and uh, search for episode 43 and you will have all the links and resources that I discussed today. Um, so I am, I was actually really excited to record this episode um, because I got uh, an email from a listener and it was heartfelt and I know she's going through a lot and I thought oh man this is why I do this like I love being able to help women deal with these things and so I wrote her back and I promised her okay the next episode I'm going to address this issue so that she would have solutions very quickly um, and then I went because you know I always love to give shout outs to listeners when they leave a rating and review it's very important um, for other people to learn about the show and if it's worth their time or not and so I read um, the most, I guess it's the most recent one from Tanessa D, D-E-E. My first episode that downloaded is how to get your poop in a group. Okay, so that was episode number 42. And the whole episode is this woman selling you her package and rambling like she smoked too much weed and thinks someone is actually listening to her. <laughs> As a small business owner, I was beyond unimpressed. Don't waste your precious time. Oh, Tenacity, I am so sorry that um, this podcast, no, I'm not sorry that this podcast is not for you, but I am sorry that you were disappointed in the content. Um, actually, it was the first time that I opened up my enrollment to my Bombshell Branding VIP retreats. And so I talked a little bit about that because that is what I do for a living. And if somebody wants to go deeper with me, if they listen to the show and they want to work with me, then that would be really stupid for me not to share that opportunity with um, like my most loyal listeners who might want to take that next step with me. I mean, if I was just quiet mouse about what I offer and what I do, then I wouldn't have a business. So um, I don't like getting pitched at. So, you know, I guess that sucks if, it, if somebody felt that way. Um, I know my podcast is not for everybody. I'm certainly not for everybody. I certainly wasn't smoking any weed, uh, but I'm sure that uh, sounds like more fun than I was having. <laughs> um, but if you didn't listen to that episode, I was actually spending the majority of it helping you get um, your poop in a group, which is one of my sayings, which my audience would definitely uh, relate to as an amberism. And I was just trying to help my listeners 
get organized when because they're overwhelmed. And so I actually gave a free worksheet so that we could all do that together. So you know me, I keep it real. Um, if you write good reviews, I'm going to read them. If you write bad reviews, I'm going to read them because they all matter. And if somebody took the time to do that, I'm, I'm going to honor it. Um, not everybody's going to love you. So I hope that's the lesson learned in that circumstance. Okay, so let's dive into the problem du jour. Um, so this listener, and I won't get into details because I don't want to reveal anything um, on behalf of the listener. She actually had somebody in a great amount of authority in her business, uh, challenging her authority, stirring the pot, trying to turn other employees against her. And she's one of her top employees. And so there is a, uh, a cost associated with losing employees and also um, not only from having to recruit and rehire and train and all that kind of stuff, but there's also the cost and if you don't have those people working, you can't make money or at least not as much as if you had people. And y'all know I have a lot of spas, a lot of salons, um, law firms. So I have a lot of people that might rent booth space or they might split the office cost. They might make a commission on the people who are under them in their business. And so if you lose those type of people, you're not going to be able to create the kind of revenue um, as you're searching for new people to replace them. And I mean, I deal with this. I think that was half of my year last year was helping organizations re-piece their uh, their businesses together because they were having this issue. So tonight, um, as I record this, I want to go over the three things that you need to do when there is a situation like this and you've got somebody in a leadership role or maybe not even in a leadership role who is impacting your ability to keep your team unified and um, is causing unnecessary drama. So number one, you want to frame the conversation. Now, this is a PR term. What that means is you want to put the frame around the picture in the way that you want it presented. So if you let somebody else frame the conversation, they're going to get their opinion out there. And then you're going to um, have you're going to have to argue their story. And so that puts you on the defense. What you need to do is go on the offense. So if somebody is causing drama, then you might want to call a team meeting. This is after you address it with this person, first of all. Um, having direct conversations with your team members and, and asking questions instead of accusing. What is it that is going on that is troubling you? Is there something I can do to help you through this frustration? Is there any feedback that you can give me so that I can see things from your point of view? Now, sometimes you might have your blinders on if you're dealing with this one-on-one. So this might be like pre-step. This is before you frame the conversation. You might have blinders on and you might need to hear this feedback. And I would invite you to not respond in any way, shape, or form, but to just take in that information and then sit with it overnight and say, you know what? I really want to think about this feedback that you gave me. I'm going to circle back with you tomorrow and we can discuss this more. I, I just want to honor this information that you were willing to give me. It might be that they're crazy. It could be. It might be that they're manipulative. It could be that they are a cancer in your business. 
It could be that they were giving you feedback and they're frustrated because your leadership skills have been sucking lately. So I want you to first be open to the feedback that you get. But in this particular circumstance that this listener was telling me, it looks like all of the work had already been done and this person is just really stirring the pot. So that's when we go to step one and that is framing the conversation, getting ahead of it, not arguing somebody else's story, not climbing into the mud pile and, and, and getting down and gossiping and saying, well, you don't know my side because you're the leader. You're the business owner. You are the bombshell. You don't do that. You always take the high road. And so it might be that you call your team together and say, hey guys, here's what's going on. I understand that there has been some things said about me or the business or the direction of the business. And I just want to let you know that I'm aware of it. And, um, and here is what is going on in the business. Here are the things that I am doing, that I'm expecting, that I'm pursuing. And I want to ensure that you all are on this, on this team with me. Is there anything that's going on that I need to be aware of? Because the environment that I'm trying to create for my team is a positive one. And if there is something negative going on, I need to have the opportunity to fix that. So do you see how that is a very different thing than, well, I heard so-and-so said this, that, and the other, and I'm just letting you know what she did and she said was this, that, and the other, and that's why I said da-da-da-da-da-da. That's when you're getting back into the seventh grade, and that's not what we do. So you want to frame the conversation, get ahead of it, don't necessarily address um, specific issues, address high-level attitudes and high level expectations of the kind of business that you want to have. Okay. So with that being said, let's talk about tip number two. I always want you to point back to your culture. This is the foundation of the business success pyramid. I talk about this in the bombshell businesswoman. I've talked about it in, uh, actually I did a three part series. Uh, if you go back to the early episodes of the bombshell business podcast, And I talk about the business success period and the very foundation of it is your company culture, your mission, your vision, your values, your service standards. Because (laughs) if everybody agrees that this is how you're going to roll, when you say these are the family rules of the business, and when you hire to it, people say, yes, I'm on board with that. And when you discipline according to it, it's the same rules for everybody. When you recognize it's the same rules for everybody, when you celebrate people and accomplishments that the team made, when you make your decisions and you deal with conflict, all based on that company culture, you, you're always going to win. Because when you have a foundation that's established and everybody said, yes, we agree on these rules of engagement. This is how we are all going to show up every single day in the business. When you get that baseline and people have been trained to it and you include it in your communication regularly and you're constantly referencing it and all the different ways that I just mentioned, it's just part of who you are and it's, it's just part of how you do business and your, your customers are even going to feel that in your brand experience because remember, we brand from the inside out. However, 
If you don't establish that company culture, you don't have those baseline rules and then everything's willy nilly and everything's up for grabs and there's no way that you handle everything consistently. And that's when things get a little haywire. So if you have not finished that, (laughs) if you've not gone through that experience of creating that company culture, then I invite you to go back to episode three. Listen to that episode. I'm sure there is a worksheet involved or something. Um, Go back to chapter six in the Bombshell Businesswoman. You could get it on Amazon, Target, Books Million, Barnes & Noble, all those good places. You go to thebombshellbusinesswoman.com, download the free resources. There's worksheets in there um, and, and work on that particular chapter, chapter six. Get that done. That is an urgent need. I don't care if you're having any problems yet. If you don't have your company culture established, you're going to have problems. So this is urgent. Pause me right now. Go download, grab your book, highlight, put a note in your calendar and your project management software saying that you are going to deal with this and make it happen. Because consider this, if your employees are in a tizzy, how do you think that's impacting your customer experience? If your employees are in the throes of drama and gossiping behind the scenes. They're probably not just gossiping behind the scenes. In fact, I was just at a store today where two people were stocking shelves and one person was complaining about how he could never make his boss happy, that he does his best and da 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 da. And, and the gal that he was talking to, you could tell she was uncomfortable having the conversation, but she was responding and saying, yeah, I know. And here I am a customer with an earshot listening to these two people complain about how they are existing as employees within the business. And you know you've heard this too. You've gone to other businesses and you've heard this. And so you certainly don't want it happening in your business. Um, A few other resources, by the way, if, um, if you go back to episode 13, how to increase your employee engagement. I think that would be a good one for you to listen to. Uh, Start the beginning and at the end, take notes, apply, apply, apply. Because as I said, part of creating and living out that company culture is weaving it in day to day. And, um, And I talk about that in that episode and how you can do that in in different ways um, that you can include that in your business. Um, So think about that. So number one, you want to frame the conversation, right? You want to get ahead of it. Number two, you always want to point back to your culture because that is the foundation of the business success pyramid and the foundation of your success. And then um, number three, and this is a little more um, altruistic, but I, I said this even today, I made a decision and almost as soon as I made the decision to move forward, I got the reward. And so I'm, I'm going to say it in this episode, when you do the right thing, the right things will come to you. I say this all the time. I'm going to say it one more time. When you do the right thing, the right things will come to you. So I know your business is your baby. Your business, you know all the blood, sweat, and tears that have gone into it. You've known all the times that you just hoped the checks would clear. You know what you have sacrificed in your personal life and how many hours you actually put in. And then this employee who's who's 
livelihood is dependent on the sweat of your brow. You've created the opportunity for them to create income for themselves and for their families and to live their lives and lifestyles. And sometimes your employees might be even making more money than you are. I mean, they might be taking more cash home at the end of the day than you are because you're still in that growth phase. And so I get that this gets you emotional, okay? (laughs) I totally get it. But I'm going to repeat. When you do the right thing, the right things will come to you. So every decision that you make in the midst of this drama has to point back to doing the right thing. The right thing by you and your family, the right thing by your customers, the right things by the other employees. And when you consider how am I going to approach this, how am I going to ensure that this is a positive outcome for all the other employees who have come to my business to help me build my dream. Don't let this one person drag you down. And it might be that the right thing for you to do is to immediately dismiss this person because if you've got a cancer, an attitude cancer in your business, that will spread. So you could either go through the steps of progressive discipline, which I don't think I have an episode on. Maybe that's the next episode is how to uh, deal with an employee like that. But you can either go down that path and document them and have coaching conversations with them and help them improve their attitude and, you know, put them on warning and all that sort of thing. But sometimes you just have to rip the bandaid off and cut your losses. And that might mean that other people leave too. It might. And it might be that opportunity that when one door closes, another one opens and you invite people in who are more in line with your culture, who are more willing to help you live out your brand experience. It's just that simple. So the number one way that you can handle this tip number three is to always stick to the facts and not to the emotions. So if somebody has exhibited certain behaviors, then go back and say, this is what happened. And don't, don't deal with hearsay, deal with facts. If that means having two people come into your office, then that's what it takes. But this is what happened and here is the outcome and here's why this can no longer happen. And most of the time that should point back to your culture, but sometimes it could point back to business operations. It could point back to a negative experience for your other employees. It could be a negative experience for your customers, but you just stick. This is, this is what I did not like. This is the behavior I did not like. Here are the negative consequences of this behavior. Here's what I want you to do to fix it. Can you commit to that? Very, very simple. It doesn't have to do with, I can't believe you did that to me. And I thought we were friends or that made me so mad. I was so ticked off at you. I almost called you and chewed you out then, but I decided to wait and have this conversation with you. Do not let your emotions take over. Stick to the facts. Because when you stick to the facts, you know that you have followed the process. You've done the right thing. You've given them every opportunity to be successful. And at the end of the day, if based on the facts, they have chosen that this is not the right fit for them, that's not on you. That's on them. And you can lay your head down at night and sleep 
knowing that you're going to do better tomorrow because when you know better, you're going to do better. So now it's kind of like dating, right? You date different men and you're like, eh, I mean, this guy is, you know, he's a great dancer, but he, you know, he's super arrogant. I don't want super arrogant. So you put that on the I don't want list and you put, I like dancing. I don't want arrogance. You date the next guy and there's something about him that you like and there's something about him that you don't like. But, you know, you're not ready for marriage yet. And you just keep learning until you find that one person that has enough good traits that you can live with that is in line with your values and your life culture that you can do the rest of your life with and make decisions with and celebrate with and get through bad times with. It's the same thing with your employees. You're not going to get it right the first time. So especially if you've recently started your business and you're already having problems with some of your employees, it's okay. It's going to be okay. Learn from your losses, fail forward, make sure that you have these systems put into place for your culture. Make sure that you're interviewing, not necessarily strictly on skills, but to make sure that their personal life values align with your business values. And then learn better and hire better the next time and deal with them better the next time. But don't let it drag you down. Just remember, when you do the right thing, the right things will come to you. Okay, so those are some quick tips. Um, I hope they were helpful. As always, y'all, shoot me emails. I mean, I just told you, somebody sent me a frantic email. I'm recording an episode specifically for her. I I love you to death. I know uh, tenacity... (laughs) left me the bad review, doesn't love me back. That's cool. Not everybody's going to. Um, And speaking of what she didn't like, I would absolutely be a total loser at teaching you how to tell people about what it is that you do. Uh, If I did not let you know, I have opened up my Bombshell Branding VIP retreat to all of my listeners. I used to only do this by referral. In fact, I've got somebody coming tomorrow setting up uh, this afternoon. We spend two to three days together. We just dig into your brand and and that is is custom to you. If we need to um, start with that culture, if we need to start with employee practices, I meet you where you are. And the reason why we do this um, one-on-one and within a short period of time is because we're just going to knock out your most pressing issues and then you're going to move on because I know you don't have the time to do some long uh, consulting agreement. You're not going to find the time (laughs) to do uh, you might, but most of my bombshells, I, they, they barely have the time to like get their kids to practice and then, you know, run their business and sleep. And so this is time where you'll get a bunch of homework. You come to Nashville, you spend a couple days with me, you have 30 days of support and we GSD. Um, and that's very important to me that I meet that need. She who is the most agile in business wins. That's how it is now. Things are moving fast. The time where we had five-year business plans are gone. They're gone, (laughs) y'all. Things are changing too quickly. And speed is king. I, I knew it and I heard it at a recent conference that I went to and I believe it. And that's why I'm offering this to everyone now. So um, if you are interested in that, go to amberhurl.com forward slash VIP dash retreat. That's amberhurdle.com forward slash VIP retreat, VIP dash retreat. I will put that in the show notes. Um, make sure that you get those at amberhurdle.com forward slash podcasts with an S and look for episode 
43. All of this will be in those show notes, all of the different um, references that I made in helping you learn how to lead better and to get that employee gossip under control and that drama under control. Um, Go to iTunes or wherever it is that you listen to this podcast, leave a rating and review. Uh, We'll give a shout out to you on the show. And that just, again, helps people um, discover what the show is about and how it's impacted people. And hopefully it'll allow me to help um, even more people. I appreciate you more than you know. Um, I love that you do listen to me. I love that you write to me. I love my bombshell community, my bombshell squad. And, um, and I hope this is bringing you value. So I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Bombshell Business Podcast. Visit amberhurdle.com for more resources like show notes and check out thebombshellbusinesswoman.com to grab my book and download the free bonuses.